Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. On Monday, we breached the topic of why winners always make mistakes. Today, we want to continue that discussion and give a few ways in which you can become more comfortable making mistakes because we believe therein lies the biggest challenge for people to get over, which is I don't want to look stupid in front of my family or peers by making a mistake. The reality, though, Kevin, is this. If you never try anything, you'll never amount to anything. People who sit back and constantly watch but never do aren't winners. They are bench riders, they are observers only, and they are second string who only wish they were in the position of the starting lineup but will never make it because they are always afraid to take a chance in fear of failing. What's your thoughts on that, my man? Starting off part two here. Yeah, absolutely. Winners step up to the plate. Uh, You know, I live in the world of entrepreneurship, Jason, as we talk about all the time. And, you know, this requires me to step up and take chances in my life. I I always think about ideas. I'm always thinking about the next great idea and the next business venture. But eventually these ideas need work. They need attention and they need action, right? Or, Or they are just an idea that I've put in my phone notes and, um, And so they really need my action to start. And usually my first set of actions on it um, are, are, have faults in them. Well, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, they need, this idea needs me to take the chance, move forward. I need to try it, even though I'm sure I'm going to make a mistake. You know, I've started a lot of businesses and a lot of them have had a lot of mistakes in them, but that's how I know, I know that I'm learning and I know that I'm doing it right. Or I'm, or at least I I'm doing it better this time than I did the last time. And, you know, if I was always fearful of trying something, I, I would never achieve anything with any of these businesses. And And I feel like that's really what, you know, where my success comes from is in that, that winning mindset path that, that I feel like I'm on comes from the action of doing it. And, you know, you mentioned on Monday, taking a chance in real estate by going out and and buying this house to flip it. And there was a lot of risk involved with that, especially when you had never done it before. But, you know, there's a lot of things in your tool belt, Jason, that led you to the understanding that, you know, was it going to be perfect? No, but was it going to be good enough? Probably, right? You you have some experience with home renovation. You understand the cost associated with some of the things because of your experience in real estate. You understand the transaction side um, as good as anyone because you've been involved in so many transactions as an agent. And so, you know, you take you take bits and pieces of the things that you are, that you do know and that you are comfortable with and you package that together. And then you're, you, you become comfortable with the fact that I'm going to buy this house and I'm going to 
do new construction in it. And then we're going to go sell it to somebody else in a short period of time. And yeah, there's a risk and yeah, it could blow up, but I feel pretty confident. And even though I know it's not going to be a perfect journey, I do know that it's going to be good enough. I think that's where, um, you know, that's where I'm at with this conversation with, you know, you have to do the action and make the mistakes and they have to happen, but they have to be, you have to be comfortable with the level of mistake that you're making. So, well, Hey, I think it goes back to something else we've talked about, Kevin. Why don't a lot of people start things yeah, because they're right. looking for every single thing to be perfect before they try. Right. And we know that that's almost impossible. So right. to your point of being good enough, like we don't want to, I mean, let's just be honest here. I don't want to be good enough in life. I want to be great, but sometimes the actions and the steps moving forward are good enough and the process will move yeah. us to becoming great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I read this quote the other day, the doer makes mistakes. The individual who was mistake free is sitting around doing nothing. And that's the mistake. And I think yeah. that's really cool. Right. Yeah. No, I came I, across I, a, I, I came across an article too, when I was doing some research for this topic Jason and it is um let me just pull it up really quick cuz it, it's called do the real thing by a guy named Scott Young and uh it's a really cool article and it's uh you can find it on like scottyoung.com and check it out it's it's okay. it's it's basically like a blog post but it it really defines like do the thing go if you're wondering about anything in your life and which i think a lot of the listeners are a lot of the people listening to this podcast are here because they're they're searching for something different in their life and so do the real thing follow scott young's advice do the real thing it's the essence of what we're talking about this week and i think even for us kevin starting this podcast it was about taking a leap and doing something that we had never done before and at this point in time, gosh, we're, I don't know, almost 80 episodes into this and we've gotten some incredible feedback and taking a leap has now impacted and influenced some people. Like yeah. that's what this whole thing was about. And that's just really cool in itself. But I, yeah. I think once again, the biggest piece of advice we want to establish in part two in this series is to stop watching everyone else and take action just like Kevin mentioned. Kevin, we've we've mentioned Edison on this podcast before. And Edison, of course, invented the light bulb. Before he was successful at this, though, he failed almost 3,000 times to get it right. Mistake after mistake after mistake could have riddled him, but he chose to fight on and eventually became one of the well most well-known inventors ever. I know you have spoken on Edison before. It's just a great example of why you should never give up even when a mistake occurs. Yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting about that story too, Jason, is that, yes, he, he made a ton of mistakes, but he also, um, and, and we've talked about this so much in our, in a lot of our episodes, getting, surrounding yourself with the right people and the, and the team and mentors and coaches. Right. And so Edison, what's really interesting about this is Edison gets all the credit here, but really he had a team full of people that, that were, that worked for him. So, you mm -hmm. know, he had, 
he had sold a bunch of patents before he started working on electricity and the light bulb. And, um, and so he had a lot of money and he wrote letters to scientists and mathematicians and all of these really smart, successful people all over the world. And he said, I have money. I'll pay you a salary. I bought, I, I built this great laboratory and I filled it with all the, the world's best equipment. And this is like a scientist engineer's dream building and come and work with me. And so then they all showed up and, or well, not all, but some of them showed up and they're like, okay, like here we are. Right. They come from all over the world and he showed them what he had built so far which was not much. And he said, you know, I have this idea. There are a couple of other things like it. Here's how they work. Here's how mine works, but I'm not smart enough to make it do the, what I think it can do by myself. And it was really a team full of people, team full of mathematicians figured out that, you know, if you had a central powered location that it could power, it could put out this much voltage of electricity. And then, it took some engineers who understood current and the way that these lines could be built and, and stretched thin to roll it out over a distance. And then it took, uh, you know, a couple of scientists to really put like a, you know, the, the inner workings of the bulb to actually make it glow. And, and, you know, like, I mean, it really, it's, I mean, you know, the light bulb has like 25 fathers. It doesn't, it's not just Thomas Edison, but the story just remembers him. And, and the reality is those, those other 24 people are the people that we are talking about here that they're, they're not taking action in their life. Any one of those 24 people probably could have done a lot of what Edison did, but, but they didn't, they, they didn't, they didn't write the letters. They didn't invest their own money. They didn't, you know, they were comfortable with wherever they were in their life. And he but was the hard charger, right? He was and the hard he was, charger. Right. He was the one that was like, you know yeah. what? We're going to make a ton of mistakes. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I've already made like 3000 mistakes. <laughs> and, and don't worry. We only need this to work once. And, you know, there you go. Right. But it's such so. a good example um, of, of why, not giving up after making a mistake is so important. And before we close this out, I really just want to jump into a couple of ways in which our listeners can begin to understand that making mistakes is okay. But also there's a process. If a mistake happens, what you can do or what you should do when one occurs. So number one here, I believe one of the greatest mindsets a winner has is to own their mistakes. Don't play the blame game. Just own the fact that you screwed up and you will learn from it as a supervisor, Kevin, you're a supervisor. I'm a supervisor. I feel like this is as important as anything else that I can do. How can I call out my subordinates if I'm not willing to call out myself? I know I've made a lot of mistakes, Kevin, but I've also learned a ton from those mistakes, things I will never do again. And I know you have the same mentality on that as well. Yeah. You know, we work with a lot of young uh, employees and, and a lot of first time job kids. And so it's really, I, I try, I try to, I try to find the, their first mistake. I, and I try to, I try to jump on them on their first mistake. And what I try to instill in them is, Hey, 
you made a mistake and that's okay. And, Mm -hmm. and I just want you to admit that you made the mistake and then we can move, then you and I can move forward together on a pathway of how I can help you not make the same mistake, how I can be better as a boss and how you can be better as an employee. But it really does start with that. Like you have to admit that you made a mistake. You can't blame everything else here on this thing that which is the, the, the thing that you're going to do or whatever. Yeah. Right. right. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's really, really one of the most important things you can do. All right. Number two, if you make a mistake, ask questions about it, ask yourself why this happened or ask a coworker why this occurred. The end result is to understand the dynamics of why the mistake occurred, learn from it and don't do it again. You can't do this though. If you don't ask questions about making the mistake, we go back to your example there, Kevin, if you're, if your workers who have their first time job, you know, don't ask, gosh, why is Kevin getting on me? You know, I'm sure that you would explain it to me and or explain it to them anyways. But sometimes people just make, need to take the understanding and the fortitude to ask questions and, and forget about the embarrassment, man. It's all about learning here and getting better. Number three, even though mistakes are inevitable, begin to hate mistakes. If you hate mistakes so much, you have two options. One option is to never try anything and simply watch the world go by. The other option is to get so good at your craft that a mistake will rarely happen. Very, I mean, how many sports people come to mind, but yet they still made mistakes, but gosh, they were good at their craft, right? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, yeah. you know, variety of so many other people. And I think the latter of the two is is certainly the better option, Kevin. If you take this option, you'll motivate yourself to be the best version of yourself, firing on all cylinders, and therefore eliminating the possibility of making mistakes. And that's kind of really what we have for part two, man. Anything else to add before you close it out? Nope. Nope. That's it. That's a wrap. Part two, winners make the most mistakes. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, we will be back on Friday with an interview with Coach Dave Moore of the University of West Georgia. He's the head men's basketball coach at West Georgia. He's going to give us his insight on Uh, why it's okay to make mistakes. He's going to be talking about college basketball players and the mistakes that they make and perfect games and perfect coaching and how that doesn't exist and all sorts of other stuff. So um, it's going to be a great episode, especially if you're on this winning mindset path with us, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. Uh, It helps get the podcast out to more listeners. And as always, if you are impacting or influencing one person a day. It is worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah. Yeah.